16 verse 5. Are you going to click for me or, or do I have to click for you? <clears throat> My wife was prophesying this morning. She said that what you're going to hear today is for you. Somebody said it's for me. Sometimes you got to learn what's for you is for you. Uh, yeah. I want, I want y'all to wake up with me this morning because we're going to go somewhere that's going to open up some realms to your mind, to your heart, that's going to take you into what you've been looking for. Sometimes there are things that are for you that's for you because of what you want from God. So I want to talk about divine advancement this morning. We're going to continue and speak life, but I want to talk about divine advancement. I'm going to teach you how to understand advancement. Divine advancement. And actually divine advantage. But when you have the advantage, you get the advancement. <laughs> so I'm going to teach you how to get the advantage. Amen. John 16.5 says, But now I go away to him who sent me, and none of you have asked me, where are you going? Did I say the right thing? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. And he's talking about, he said to them what was going to happen. Verse 7, nevertheless, I tell you the truth, that it is to your advantage. It is to your what? It is to your what? It is to your advantage, that's right, that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. I'm going to say that again. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin because they did not believe in me. Of righteousness because I go to the Father and you see me no more. And of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you could not bear it now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you the things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare to you all things that I, the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Can you say amen? amen? Father, we ask you to speak this morning. I thank you for every soul in this place. Thank you for moving. We thank you that our minds are in you this morning. We love you. We glorify you. In Jesus' name. Can you say amen? Amen. amen? I'm going to start by saying it's interesting. Thank you. You can turn it down. It's interesting how uh, when we talk about advantages and advancements, it's interesting how that some event individuals find advantage in opportunities and some don't. As believers, God has created a space of opportunity. And it's up to us to understand and discern and perceive the opportunities and the space that God opens up to us. But in the world, we have, it, it, it's very interesting because we got, you can go to college and get a degree to go make money. To be rich, to get the money that you, 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 you're getting the degree for, but you don't realize the extra rich didn't have a degree which means they equalize on the opportunity that you're trying to get something that you would believe that's gonna get you what you're trying to get. Which means there's ways of understanding opportunities because it, 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 sometimes the victim mentality is 
the sequence of what you think you have to follow to get what you got to get. And the problem is, what the mind of God is, what people don't understand and every Christian needs to understand is God has called you to walk in advantages. But if you don't understand how to perceive your advantages, you run the rat race with the rest of them, fight like the rest of them, and you leave a trail of blood because the only way you can win in the world is by overcoming and overriding everybody else. And so when we're talking about advantages, I want you to understand the advantage is depending on how you see. You will never enter what you don't see. That's why revelation don't equal manifestation without understanding. You can hear me right now and I can open up a whole trail for you. But it's until you learn how to walk towards what I'm saying, you'll never experience what you need to experience in that realm. Somebody say realm. So when we're talking about advantage, I want you to understand that it is given. It, the Bible said it has been given to you to know the kingdom. I'm going to skip around a little bit. Y'all just stay with me. I told you I'm not a storyteller. We're just going to flow with the spirit. It's been given to who to know? You to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Not to them. They was asking him, why are you talking parables? He said, because, let me stay in the lines. I'm sorry, Nigel. It's been given to you to know. Somebody says it's been given to me. Come on, say it's been given to me. So he said, it's been given to you to know, not to them. Seeing, they won't see. Hearing, they won't hear. But you're going to perceive what they can't perceive. See, that's why it's dangerous to be, you know, it's scary to be in a, a mindset of the world. Because I see like you. Y'all ready this morning? See, I don't want to see like you. Because who my father is, I see beyond you. I see above you. Because of you and the world, come on. See, y'all don't know God has an attitude too. He likes to win. He's a winner. He's not sitting back saying, well, you, you know, I just, want it. I just want whatever you have. No, no, he's saying, when you understand what I gave you, you're going to go ahead and take some stuff. Joshua, you're going to take some stuff. Moses, you're going to take children of Israel. You call it Canaan, but actually, y'all going to go take it. Oh, Jesus. You see, the problem with us is we don't realize that the wisdom that God is trying to bring to your mind is for you to understand that you need a backbone to go take somebody's stuff. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the. The wealth of the wicked is laid up for the. So let me ask y'all something. Where's your wealth? Somebody riding in it right now. Let me give y'all a nice little. Where is your wealth? So why are you asking them to give you portions of it? God is saying, I'm giving you wisdom to show them why it's yours. And then when you take it from them, they're going to say, okay, okay, I, I give up. Who are you surrendering to? That's why I say you are the light of the world. A city that's set on a hill that can't be hidden. And when you shine, they're going to come and ask you about your God. Nobody's asking us about our God because we don't have no... We like to talk. But when it comes to shining, we keep telling the world, you keep the shine, and I'm going to keep the talk. God is saying, I didn't call you to be religious and just talk. I called you to learn alignment with me. And because it's mine, all things are yours. Y'all got to help me because I'm going to have to help you see how, how far I can go this morning. Somebody say, all things are mine. So when we're talking about advantages... You will live according to your faith. I'm going to leave y'all there. Here we go. So it says, it is your, to your advantage that I go away. Because if I don't go, you're going to keep trying to depend on me. Because it was okay if you depended on me. Because you just do what I told you to do. But it's a time that you're not just going to do what I tell you to do. He's going to come up in you. That's why you watch this. That's why there's the Holy Spirit that came up in you for salvation, but there's another spirit that he told you to wait. And isn't that interesting? He told you two spirits. First, he told him, I blew up on them. 
They didn't start speaking in tongues or anything like that. He blew up on it and said, receive. Well, they got it. Then he said, the next one, I want you to go wait to be endured with power. See, I'm going to show y'all what we're missing. I'm going to show you why the devil keeps stealing your stuff. Wait for the Holy Spirit to be endured. Wait for the helper. Somebody say the helper. Because until you understand that you need the helper to see. Somebody say to see. Which means I need to be able to see. I don't see what I don't I need the helper to interpret what I need to see. It wasn't just power to be powerful. It was power to see. Some of us want to be powerful to be powerful. You're powerful, but where are you moving to? Nowhere. You're fighting a broken fight. He said, I ain't called you to be powerful to stand still. I called you to be I'm telling y'all, I'm a wrecking ball this morning. I called you to be powerful to go into some stuff and move some stuff. Say some stuff. Turn around some stuff. Come on, see, double portion to you who say amen. To turn around some stuff for your life. I'm, 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 I'm going to pull you in. Because you got to understand, God didn't call you to be an authority for nothing. That's good. So you're powerful to be in the house. No, so this power comes with sight also. Because until you start to interpret what he's trying to tell you to interpret, you'll never enter what he called you to enter. So imagination. Somebody say Imagination. Imagination is very powerful because, just as I told you, uh, what we think we're going to get to get rich, and there's nothing wrong with school because school gives you a sight that you need to see. It gives you an understanding that you need to see. But if you become a victim of the system, then you have a problem. Because I'm going to say it again. The very rich never have a degree. They actually build the degrees for you. They get your money to tell you why you need it. So you sell into, oh, Lord, some of y'all do it. Oh, hey, what am I doing? Yeah, they, you go, got sold into what they, all right, let me come out of here. So you got to understand the mind of God is bigger than what you think. The things that God is trying to do with believers is open up your mind up to think. The problem with believers, you want to be holy and you don't think. You want to shut out of Akandai and you don't think. You don't critically think. We don't think. We just wait on God. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Not knowing that God ain't bringing nothing that He already He's already finished. Somebody say it's finished. Okay, so what did He leave? You waiting on? You know why He? You know why He's not bringing nothing new? Because He's already finished. He's the Alpha and the. Uh, he is the Alpha and the Omega. That means, watch this, every thought that's thought, it's not a new thing. It was already created for you to even think it. Oh, Jesus. This thing was not created. It was already created in the mind of something. So somebody thought it up and said, it's finished. And then he started to make. Y'all stay with me. You know what? That's why Jesus said, you don't have to do the sin. You just think it up. You, you look at your sister wrong. You, you don't, don't worry about going do it. I'm going to have to charge you for it because you just thought of it. Because what you got to understand is whatever you're thinking has a completion. Which means whatever you're thinking that's new, it's not really new. God is already... So everything about your, oh, y'all better catch with me. Yeah. Everything about your life that you think you're trying to figure out, he's saying, I already knew you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lord. Yeah. I, you're trying to figure out what I've already figured out. That's why you're trying to pray, Lord. No, no, no. I already knew you. The problem is, it's where you're thinking. Your thinking is not thinking with mine. So you're not in sequence with me. He said, Jeremiah, I already knew you. Yeah. He 
I said, wait, wait, what do you mean you already knew me? Yeah, I knew you before the foundations of the world. Yeah. Somebody say he knew me. He knew me. Could it be what you're coming into he already knew? See, what you're trying to do, watch it, watch it. What you're trying to do is say, God, give me a good day. Give me a bless tomorrow to be a good day. He said, why are you looking at tomorrow? Why don't you go back to beginning? The problem with you is you're not going back to beginning. What's beginning? When I knew you. Some of y'all, you'll catch it when you get home. I already knew you. What you're thinking that you need is already in the knowing. So what you're calling new, God said, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's already finished. Yeah. All right. Somebody say it's finished. Slow down, Pastor. Let, 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 let's slow down here. I already knew you. Somebody say he knew me. So, so, so we get the mind of God to see how, what are we, he already knew. Do you know nothing was created out of nothing? God created, listen to me, by faith you understand that the world's work. Somebody say by faith. By faith. Which means when you don't understand how to operate in faith, you don't understand the framework of the world. You don't understand the framework of your life. By faith they understood that the world was right. It's by faith that we understand some things. So when you don't understand something, it has nothing to do with you trying to get a magic trick for God to make a way out of no way. No, 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 no. He's trying to bring you into what he's already done in the beginning. That's why he's not bringing anything new. He's already started it and finished it. Yeah. That's why we think we're dragging God in here when we worship. Come on, come on. Let me tell y'all something. God is old school. He don't move. The spirit of God, the spirit of us, it moves. But everything, everything is moving to is the beginning. Somebody say in the beginning. In the beginning. God created. And then he rested. You know why he rested? When he said he finished everything. So let me ask y'all something. What you're trying to create, do you understand that it's finished? Help, Lord. <coughs> are, are you still praying to God to guesstimate what it is? How to finish it? I, I hope y'all hear me. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to get somewhere, but y'all stay with me. Yeah. I am the Alpha and the O. All right, let's go a little deeper here. <coughs> That's why the Bible says, hit the next one for me. That's why the Bible says, the weapons of our warfare are not corner, but mighty through God for pulling down the strongholds. Casting down what? Casting down what? Imagination. Okay, so casting down imaginations and every high thing that it brings itself above the what? Okay, I want you to understand. Not just God, but the knowledge. the knowledge of God. That's why I tell you, the knowledge of God is very important. You don't have wisdom until you get knowledge. Knowledge gives you the access way to have the wisdom of God. But God gives access to all of it. I want you to understand something. He said, I want you to learn how to cast down imaginations, which means imaginations will come. Yeah. The weapons of our warfare. Another thing, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to have warfare whether you like it or not. It just depends on what you learn to cast down. Somebody say warfare will be there. And this is why we have to learn how to fight properly with his weapons. Amen? So he said you're going to cast down imaginations. Somebody say imaginations. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but it's mighty through God for putting down strongholds. Which means there are vain pictures. Get the next one for me. There are vain pictures. There are vain imaginations. There are things that we must understand that God is calling us. And what's controlling our lives right now is how we're thinking. Our mind. That's why he said, do not walk as the rest of the Gentiles do. In the what? Imagination of their mind. Having their understanding darkness being alienated from the life of God. 
which means their minds are uncontrolled into the things. That's why you got to be careful of watching tell lie a vision. You got to be careful watching tell lie a vision because uh, uh, if you're not careful, tell lie to a vision is keep giving you a vision to what you don't need to be operating from. Social media, you got to be careful. It's not that you don't do it. We got to stay in currency, but you must understand how to operate. If you don't, if you're not strong enough to look at this without getting off at your control, but by not being controlled, you need to pray before you go there. Some of y'all, I was on five minutes, but it turned to three hours. You spent three hours looking at somebody else's life when you could have been telling your own vision. Do you understand there are two things that are dangerous? Number one, he says, it, we, we perish for the lack of knowledge. What we just said, the knowledge of God. We perish for the lack of knowledge. The other thing I want you to understand that hurts us is, he said, if, for, for, when you have not a vision, you cast off the restraint. Which means when we have no restraint over our life, when we don't have no discipline over our life, it means our vision is blurred. Can you say amen? amen? Restraints are upon visions. That's why Jesus said, based on where I'm going, for the joy that was set before me, I'm going to endure. Which means what we don't endure is because we, what we don't see before us. <laughs> you know why we don't endure? Because we don't see what's before us. There's something in heaven called a holding pact. That God holds everything. It's everything. Somebody said everything. Everything he promised to your life, it's there. It's there. And he's trying to get it to you. But what's the blockage? The blockage is how we are not learning to learn to submit in every way. That's why he said those who are sons of God are learning to be, be led by the spirit of God. Somebody be saved, be led by the Spirit of God. So sources of imagination. I want you to understand that your imagination is very important to where God is calling you. Some of you got to start thinking about some stuff. When you're on your break, whatever God puts to your heart, stop putting it to the side. Write it down. Somebody say, write it down. I keep telling you, you're going to hear this every Sunday. Write it down. Why am I telling you that? When you grab things from the mind of God, you need to put it down. The fact that you don't put it down is God looking at you saying you don't take it serious. So you don't take it serious. Why do you want me to keep speaking when you don't take what I... It's interesting why we want God to keep speaking. He's like, why you, why you want me to keep speaking? You don't keep it. The fact that we want him to keep speaking is because we're still not assured of who we are and of his word. That's why you need knowledge of him. Let me ask y'all something. If your mind wasn't important to God, why is the devil after it? Y'all better say hallelujah so I'm going to cut this short. Why is the enemy after your mind if nothing... If, 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 if my thoughts are just, are just, no, 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 no. I want you to understand something. There is something called creativeness. God is creative. And while we're trying to copycat what's already seen, he's trying to bring stuff from here of what's not already seen. What? Well, there is no answers to the things that we cry about, talk about, but we, we don't know how to grab it from heaven and bring it into earth. Somebody say manifest. The reason why we're not in the influence, in the interim of our blessing, promises, and the things that God has called us to, because we're trying to do things that are already seen. You don't need faith for that. The reason why I talk about school so much, because I thought when I sat in the classes, I thought they understood some things. The reason why I say that is, it brings us back to understanding that nothing starts unless it starts with him. If society, listen to me, if, if scholars have figured out the answers to life, it will be better. But that's why they practice on us. Oh, Jesus. Why are you all offended? I work for God. You see, the problem is you're still working for them. I can be where they are, but I'm not conformed to them. Oh, Jesus. See, you're still conformed to them. So you want to take up for them. 
What I'm trying to show you is God brought you in there to see what they're doing so to use what they're doing and say, this is what I'm doing. I got the answer. All right, let me, let me see. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? Somebody say, I got the answer. Say, I got the advantage. So he said, I've given you the advantage. The Holy Spirit will bring you at the advantage. The Holy Spirit will bring you the advantage. The Holy Spirit will bring you the advantage. Not only the saved Holy Spirit that saved you, but the power that you're supposed to wait on. It's so interesting that they used to wait on Jesus as he used to go wherever they needed to go because they couldn't do nothing without him. They didn't know what to do without him. But it's interesting when you say, I leave, there's another person that you're going to need to learn how to stay with because he's going to teach you how to do what I used to do. But in fact, you're going to do greater things because you're going to learn how to stay with him. But the problem with us is we haven't learned how to stay with the spirit. We've learned to stay with ourselves until we're ready for the spirit. And so because the spirit is optional, he has to, op he has to optionalize what you see. But he said, I gave it to you for the advantage. The Holy Spirit is power. Watch this. Not only power, it's the anointing that you need to release. Somebody say anointing. anointing. Let's go down here just for a second. I'm going to teach y'all a little bit something about anointing. You can be a Christian and not anointed. I'm going to say some controversial stuff. I used to say, you know, you got Jesus, you anointed. That's not true. You can be a Christian. Now, you, got, you can be saved, which means God dwells in you. Okay? Because God dwells in you don't mean you understand the fullness of that dwelling. That's why we say words that don't have no power. Because if you was anointed, that power will come from the words. So just because you're a Christian don't mean you're anointed. This is why the anointing can be released and it can be regenerated. The anointing can be released and refilled. I'm going to say it again. The anointing can be released and be refilled. As much as you want of it, you can get as much as you want to release it. That's why when you minister, if y'all ever minister, you, you say, well I, well, I feel weak because you release something that came out of you. That's called the, uh, that's why pastor's so loving. I used to preach places and I go and I hug everybody and I didn't know somebody might have been hungry or faith. And I hugged them and they took everything I had before I went to go preach. Because you don't, what it, all right, let's go here. Jesus said, who touched me? Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go, here we go, here we go. Let, let's learn something. Who touched me? What do you mean? Just everybody touching you. Right. No, 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 no. I know everybody's touching me, but somebody took something out of me. Somebody took something out of me. I don't even know who that, I didn't lay hands on them. Oh, Jesus. I didn't lay hands on her. I didn't say be healed. All she did was touch me. Which means hunger. Watch this. The, the principle of hunger is as you are hungry, you're going to receive. Yeah. I can go home right there. Good. I'm going to let some of this settle for a second. So the problem is when I'm a Christian and I'm unpraying, I'm saved, but I don't have the power that I need to. I don't have the power that I need to access where I'm trying to go. Because I don't understand how to move in the anointing. You know, I, I, I figured it out. Why we're not in the, we, we don't, we, you know, we're not provoked to pray? Because we don't know we need the anointing to go to where we need to go. So, oh, oh that's what it is. That, that's why we, we think we can get there with words. Yeah. Because what the anointing does, it highlights the thing that's, that's in you. It brings the power. It signs off on what's already, it's now it's there, but it signs off and say, okay, now you're ready. Jeremiah, what did you see? All right. Somebody said the anointing. Now, I'm going to teach you real quick. I don't know why I'm doing this. Let me stay here. 
The anointing also, watch this, watch this, because I want you to understand something. The Bible says the devil <coughs> was anointed. Go, go down. I think I have it in there. Go, go down for me. Go down, 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 go down. Never mind, it's not there. Go way back up. <laughs> the Bible says that the devil was anointed. Satan was, he was anointed. We always say, and I'm telling y'all, listen to me. Because we always say, he's, he, he's anointed. No, 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 listen to me. The devil was anointed. Which means the power that he's working on earth, he don't have it to, nobody, listen to me. God is not giving it to him. The Bible says God holds all power in his hands. So if God is not giving the enemy power, who is he getting it from? I'm going to show you something. The devil comes to what? Let's stop at steal. Somebody stop at steal. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. It's something how Adam transferred something that he didn't know. It's something how they transferred something that he didn't know to transfer. Wow. Come on. Come on. It's something how it's something who, who, who stole the blessing, the generational blessing? Who stole it? Jacob and who? Esau. It's something how somebody stole the Now let me ask you something. Did he give him a check for the blessing? <laughs> How did he get the blessing? But what, what, what was it? A transfer. Wait, what was the transfer? Wisdom. The, the anointing to wealth. I'm saying some stuff y'all gonna have to go study. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying my best to slow down. Which means God is trying to transfer the anointing that has the blessing inside of it. But if you don't understand how to integrate the anointing and you just want to be a happy go believer, you might go to heaven, but you're going to miss the promise. Somebody say advancement. I'm trying to teach you your advantage. You know why they don't take you serious? Because they don't see. Yeah. Yeah. I why sometimes people come around you and say, I don't know what you are. Mm -hmm. But just being around you does something to me. Yeah. They, they don't know it in their own language. Yeah. But something about you just. Yeah. Have you ever had somebody say, I just need to act right around you. I don't even know why. <laughs> somebody say anointing. Because when you're anointed. See, I, what I think is we think God saved the anointing for pastors. He's have no respect of a person. In fact, it, when you learn to be anointed in your unique self, there is nothing that can stop you from being the advancer in wherever, what market you're in. The reason why we don't understand how to advance in markets, because we don't understand the anointing. I told some of you college students you need to fast for class. Why did I tell you that? You need to the anointing while you study. You need the anointing while you're working. Why? Even the teacher's going to say, every time you sit in my seat, I just feel like I need to give you a, even if you get something wrong. Y'all don't know that God is the one that owns all of this stuff. He's trying to bring you into when you're trying to go in carnality by the Spirit. Oh, Jesus. Somebody say hallelujah. Come on, I want you to receive this this morning. All right. 12 minutes, all right, we're going to hit it. So somebody say, I, I, I need to watch my imagination. Now the thing is, I want you to understand that God gives you imagination because in fact, until you start to see some stuff, you don't have a vision to go nowhere. It's interesting how Christians keep fighting the wind because you're not going. Where are you going? Why are you fighting the devil? Why are you, what, what, what are we doing? Where are we going? What are you trying to do? It's not just saying, Lord, I love you. Well, I, I don't know. I'm just, so you have to learn how to know something. Somebody say, know something. 
You got to learn how to know something. Be decisive about your life. If you're not decisive, you'll always be controlled by the next person that comes in your life. You got to learn how to be decisive about what God is saying about you, for you, for you, for me. If you don't know what's for you, anything will come like an opportunity. Even the devil will come like an opportunity. That's why I told you don't run after signs. You need to start knowing him. It's not that we don't look at signs. It comes sometime God will, will show you a sign. But don't be controlled by a sign. Don't, be, don't uh, you know, every time I say, get out of that stuff. That's saying that I'm, I'm disconnected from his voice, from internal voice. So what God is trying to get us to understand is, what I am trying to bring you into is why I'm even having you to fight of what you're fighting for. Your battle is not just a battle just to be a battle. Amen. Let me ask y'all something. The Bible says Jesus bought you. Let me ask y'all something. Who did he buy you from? Who did he buy you from? with the what? Okay, so who, what did he buy you from? Let me step out of there. You know what? Sometimes I think I'm in mastery. I kind of slow down. <laughs> God is trying to give you vision. And he's going to work through your imagination. Somebody say he's working with me. He's working with me. He's working with me. First Corinthians, uh, go down for me, next one. So God has designed us to be creative, sexual, imagination, to imagine something not yet into being, to come into being. That's why he said, and call it those things which not as they, though they were, uh, excuse me, though they were, which means everything that we are seeing, it's already been. Everything that I'm thinking, God, I see the, I see the problem, and I think this will be a good solution. He said, good. Ready? Let's go. Are y'all hearing me? Mm-hmm. It's something that we want. We want to be, we want to be saved just to be saved. Yeah. Yeah. When God called you to be here for to answer a problem. Yeah. Somebody said, I got an answer in me. That's why we play around with salvation, because we thought it was just saved to come shout to come to church. Yeah. Yeah. After you've done shouting, what you doing? But where's the anointing transforming in the earth? Yeah. Israel was on their way somewhere. Everyone in the word of God is on their way somewhere. That's why he said don't beat the air. If you're not on your way nowhere, why are you beating the air? Are y'all getting this? So he said... We're going to call some things as though they were. It's already, it, it, it's already created. Oh, we don't. That's why some of you, you keep dumbing down what you're thinking. Mm, come on. Come on. I'm so sorry that the church taught you you shouldn't think. I'm so sorry that the church taught you that you, you know what, don't, that's worldly, all that stuff. Do y'all know God created everything? Even music. I want y'all to understand something. There are some things that started with God, the enemy perverted it. But don't act like the enemy created anything. Don't act like the enemy created anything. God is the creator. Some of you get ideas that are divine ideas, but you put them on the back burner. And they keep coming up, and you put it back on the back burner. Because you, what we start to do is tell God how we're going to make it to the promise. You know what uh, transfer the enemy was trying to get at the end? Jesus was in the wilderness, and he went to the top. He said, "If you bow down to me, let's do this transfer. I'll give y'all catch it." I'll give you all of that. You just keep giving me what you. Wow. Some of you missed it. I'm gonna leave y'all alone there. Right? Wow. I'm so sorry. I don't have more. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to give y'all something this morning. Yes, Lord. You transfer to me what you got, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Which means you keep transferring the thing that God is trying to download inside of you with power. He said, "I give you power to get wealth." You keep giving it back to them. Oh, 
Disobedience gives a transfer. That's why he said, I got to restore it back to you. Restore? What do you mean? I had it before? Yeah, it was yours. That's why he said, I got to restore. I'm going to restore you. That's why gospel is restoration. You're not going into nothing new. Even though he, the Bible, I know we say, oh, he's doing a new thing and all that stuff. And then he says, how do you not know? What do you mean? How do I know? Wait, 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 wait. Stop right here. What do you mean I don't know? Which means I'm supposed to know? He wasn't saying a new thing as in a new thing that he didn't create. He's saying a new thing that you don't understand. You're coming into a new, what's new to you. There is, there is present truth. There's past truth. Somebody write this down. There's present truth. You're going to need this. There's present truth. There's past truth. And there's future, future truth. There's present truth, there's past truth, and there's future truth. They're all true, but depending on whichever one you're operating in would determine. Do y'all know the, the, do y'all know that the, do y'all know the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world? Do you know that what Abraham tapped into, which was the person who tapped into faith? Let me ask you something. Was faith already out? So they were living in a present truth, and Abraham was living in a future truth. Revelation brings you into a, but you're still trying to live in a, Hallelujah. I'm going to need some more hunger if you keep going. I got five minutes. I'm not even going into rest today. We're just going to stay right on them up here. Hallelujah. Why you stop transferring your power? Stop transferring what God has downloaded. You keep giving it back to the enemy, and God is trying to give it to you. How, let me ask you something. How is he restoring something to me that he never, that I didn't know he gave to me? Because it's already been given. The problem with us is we keep giving it. The enemy only has the power that you give him. Through disobedience. What is disobedience? If you say disobedience is the sin that you do, you don't understand disobedience. Because disobedience don't start with the sin that you do. It starts with the belief that you believe. According to your faith. Which means everybody in here, disobedience is different. Uh, I'm trying. Everybody in here, disobedience is different. Because what might be a sin to you might not be a sin for me. You understand? So you got to understand that he say anything outside of faith is disobedience. Which means God has called you. That's why he said pray always. I need your mind to be always in Christ Jesus. Don't you move your mind outside of Christ Jesus. Because if you move your mind outside of Christ Jesus, that little time of carnality, the enemy just stole something out of So you come to church, try to pray for God to make a way that he already made. <laughs> Y'all all right with this? Y'all yeah. know pastor love you. But you know what? The truth will make you free. Yeah. Religion is so strong. You know why? It brings stumbling blocks. It makes you have stumbling block after stumbling block after stumbling block, and you never think... You never think you're good enough to really stay in God because you're not clean enough. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not worthy enough. Do you understand that's the devil lying to you? Do you understand that until you understand that you're worthy, Jesus came to make you worthy. You are worthy. That's because you're worthy. You have the ability to see and have the grace that God has called you to walk into. You cannot do it on your It's Thanks be to God. Listen to me. I am not what I'm supposed to be. But I understand I didn't get myself here. So it got to be God that brought me to this place. I'm going to ask you again. 
has he taken from you that God has shown you that's for you? Sometimes we spend so much time looking at what we lost rather than getting the strength to go get what's ours. Somebody say, put the enemy in his place. I want y'all to understand, Jesus didn't have a devil problem. He is under your... I'm trying to help y'all with something. The enemy, we give him a lot of credit, but he's under your feet. The reality of it is, you don't have a devil problem, you have a self problem. And when I myself learn how to stay in submission, submission, the anointed one, the Meshach, the anointing, comes up on you, and you don't have a devil problem, because everything that comes from you keeps the enemy out. All right. So God has designed us to be creative. Somebody say, I'm creative. Come on, lift your hand right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray after today that there's creative power, creative thoughts, creative memory. Lord, I pray that divine intentions, divine purpose, and divine understanding come upon your people right now. In the name of Jesus, visions that you showed them beforehand, things that you taught them years ago. Lord, I pray that you bring it back to them, highlight it to them, that they will know who they are to who they are in you and what you called them to do. Lord, I declare that the power, the anointing comes upon them for what you called them to do. In Jesus' name. After today, you are going to learn how to see beyond this carnal self. You're going to learn how to see beyond what you've been going through. You're going to learn how to see beyond your situation and your circumstance. Come on, we're not going to be situational. We're not going to be circumstantial. We're going to be purposeful. Most of us have been living in a situationship, not a relationship. Which means I only can follow you, God, when it's concerning what my situation yeah. is. You're in a situationship. A relationship says, no matter what happens, I've got to follow you. Come hell or hot water, I'm not moving from you, God. This mind it belongs to you. I told, I told the men this week, I said, listen to me, stop splitting your language. My life is his. I wake up every day for him. I don't have a life anymore. It belongs to him. My wife can be first because he's my life. If God can be first, that means he might, be, he might can be second or third. He don't have a number in here. Somebody say, God is my life. So stop splitting your language about your work and who you are. You know why you keep splitting your, that's what make you double-minded. Well, I, I, do, I, I do go do the God thing. What do you mean? What are you talking about? Everything that you walk, everything that you go is doing the God thing. That's why the greatest miracle that you will ever become is not going to do something for God. It's learning how to come into the knowledge of who you are. And coming to the knowledge of who you are brings by default the light that shines on them. The reason why the light is not shining long enough because we're trying to go places without the power. Yeah. And you will be endured with power from on high. That's why sometimes we say stuff, but we don't have ownership of it. God is saying, I'm tired of you saying it. I'm trying to get you to say it, but have ownership of it. You know why you get power when people talk and you're like, ooh, I got that. You know why you got it? Because they have ownership of it. You know why you're grabbing it? it there's ownership. Sometimes people talk where there's not ownership, and that's okay. Sometimes we talk where we're trying to go. That's fine. But you got to understand something. God is trying to align your words with the manifestation of who we... Come on, I don't know about y'all. I'm tired of talking. I want to manifest. I don't want to I'm just so tired of church. Every time we just talk, talk, talk. I want to manifest what he already said. You know, you, you get a point where you, you start maturing to a place that you're tired of having flesh conversations. And in the church, we love to have flesh conversations. We have flesh meetings. What I mean by that is we keep talking around issues rather than talking around him. We, we talk more about the issues that we go through rather than talking about more of him. Because when you understand that you don't have, an, listen to me, the problem is when you start seeing him, you don't even want that stuff anymore. I, I'm still tasting see that the Lord is, when I taste, hey, when I taste this rum right here, it's so good I don't want to come down. 
John 20, find it on me, John 20, put that up there for me, John 20, you, you got to learn how to taste and see that he's good, you don't see it up there, go back, it, it should be there, if not, don't, don't worry about it, the Bible says, I'm sorry, that, that's not it, you, that, that's not it, I'm sorry, not so. 1 Corinthians 2, 4, 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians. So the Bible says the kingdom of God. This is not the scripture, but I want you to say, he said the kingdom belongs to you. Okay? Which he gives in the mysteries. Now, the Bible says, 1 Corinthians, and my speech and preaching would not be for the place of words of human what? Wisdom. Which means human wisdom is what's walking us out of divine wisdom. We hold more highly human wisdom than divine wisdom. I'm going to say that one more time. We hold high more human wisdom. That's why we got to explain away the Bible. Mm. Well. Wow. Let me tell you all something. And this is why maturation to maturity is so important. You can say one scripture and no ten of them. So I'll say one scripture and I'm already done. Because I already, I, I, I've already got the precepts and the concepts to that one thing. I've already answered the whole question. But when you got to keep going here and here and here, what we got to do is search out. And that's not, that's not a problem. The Bible tells you to, to explain why you believe. Now, I want you to understand something. But as God matured you, the Bible becomes you. The word of God becomes you. You're not trying to figure out it. You know what you're battling with? High things. That is, they all exalted themselves. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Preach. Human wisdom, that faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. However, watch this. This is the issue right here. We speak wisdom amongst those who are mature, yet yeah? yeah, not the wisdom of those, excuse me, of this age, nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. The, it's what? The hidden wisdom which God ordained. When did he ordain? Uh, come, come on, somebody. Come. See, 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 you keep praying for tomorrow. And he said, why are you praying about tomorrow? And I need you to pray about the beginning. You pray about tomorrow because you don't understand the beginning. That's why you say stop worrying about tomorrow. Yeah. Today is enough for what you need to be doing. Amen. Oh, Jesus. You keep worrying about what's going on over there. I need you to look at the beginning. That he ordained before the ages for our for who glory? Because we don't understand that God is creative. We live in a realm of carnality that allows us to try to work in the creation of what the world has done. I have an attitude about some stuff. And I'm like, why do we spend more money here as Christians and we can be open in something like that? I think like my yes, mind just, yes, yes. What? how are they still hungry and we got all this right? Yes. You know what's so interesting to me? Christians don't have nothing to do. Y'all all right? Y'all know I love you. You ready? Because I, I need us to understand it's impossible to have nothing to do when there's everything to do. The reason why Christians don't have nothing to do because of where you see it from. You still see you. But you don't see him. 
Because when you see you, you're still trying to do by obligation Come to on. get you to him when your face is still in you. So everything you do is still about you. You wake up in the morning for It's interesting. This is why, let me see, this is why we don't need the anointing. Because you don't need the anointing for what you're going to do for you. I'm going to close this I don't need anointing for what I'm going to do for me. Because my schedule says I'm going to go to church on Wednesday and Sunday. Why do I need God for the rest of the day other than the obligationary prayer? Are y'all all right? I, I do want to come back to a church. Y'all all right? Pastor is trying to slow down. I'm trying to help y'all understand that God is trying to show you off, but the problem is you keep trying to show them off. Because we don't know we need the anointing, we trade it off for what the enemy. Give me what you got, and I'll give you the world. We say, cool, I'll take it. Take what I have. He knew what Jesus, listen, Jesus was coming for the world, but he, listen, he's not going to listen to the enemy to get it. He could have gotten it right then and there, everything. He said, it all belongs to me. You want it? Some things come to our life and say, it all belongs to me. You want it? Y'all say, cool. I'll pray on my way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we don't have a, a divine prayer life that say, God, yeah. come into my heart. Lord, help me see. I hear the cries of children. I hear the cries of people. I hear the cries of families. I hear the cries of women. I hear the cries of men. I hear, I hear, I, I see what you see, God. I know you came from souls. I, the spirit of the Lord is upon me, and he's anointed me to do what? To preach the gospel to the poor, to bring up sight. This is why he came. Now, while I'm doing that, of course I'm going to bring that stuff by default because it still belongs to me. This is why he came. All belongs to you. Why you keep looking at that? What you're called to look at is what he's called to, what he told you to look at. Peter, you're not a fisherman only anymore. You're a fisher of men. Follow me. Well, my career. No, 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 no. Put that pole down. We'll come back to fishing. They did go back fishing. We'll come back to fishing. But right now, I need you to follow me. I'm going to teach you how to fish right. Because after today, you're not only working on your job. Come on. You, you're working on my job. So I'm going to ask you, while you're at your job, while you're working on his job. Let me help us as Christians too. Working on his job is not only in the pulpit. I could be cutting grass and working on this job. Because, watch this. It's not doing what I think is good. Wherever I am, I bring the anointing. So wherever I am, it is his. Even if God called me to where I am. But the thing about God is, he always wants to provoke you to more than what you think you got. So even when you're comfortable, he say, no, 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 I want to give you more. So he kick you a little bit. He said, I want to be comfortable, but I just, I don't know why I'm not comfortable. Yeah. He keep kicking you. Say, yeah. Yeah. Because God has a, a reputation. He said, I, I know you like to stay right there, but I got a reputation. I, you you, you got to move. I'm, you, I got to put some spikes under your butt. Like, oh, I, I don't know why my life keep messing up because you're not moving. I, I don't know why I'm not. Yeah, yeah, because I got to put something under you to move you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Put it on something, man. I got to stop. God says, I've given you the advantage for advancement. But I need you to understand. You can never get the advantage. Keep it down for me. Or advancement. Without understanding the anointing. 
Because the transfer that I'm going to be giving you for the places in your life, you're going there to give them something. I'm going to have to teach more on the anointing. You're going there to release something. You're not going in place to place just to be there to save you something. You're going there to release. Anointing is to give and to release. What do you call a vessel? You're getting and you're releasing. That's why God tells you you need to pray every day. Why? You, you. I'm gonna say no. I'm not gonna say that. We're doing a mastery. There's something interesting about the anointing. God is trying to release something to you. So even praying is for him to release something to you. That's why, let me tell you something. Let me say this. That's why God used to always talk about rich people. It wasn't, watch this, because he wants you rich. It wasn't that he, he talked about rich people for the sake of talking about because he wants us rich. The Bible says the richest glory and honor is for you. But he used to talk about them and say, you rich, you be careful, weeping well. No, this is why, because they didn't grow up into what they are in him. So he said, because you started there, I need you to learn how to humble yourself because of what you already received. But because we're growing up into what he's calling us into, he said, I need you to take the moment serious with me. Did y'all understand what I just said? He gives you the power to get wealth. So when you don't understand the power that you have, you always give it away. You ever had some, watch this, you ever saw your idea somewhere across the line? You know why your idea is running around? Because you're not activating it. Somebody took it. But let me tell you something about something taking. The problem with somebody taking it, because they're not you, they can't do it the way you was called to do it. All right now. Wow. Okay. That's why, watch this. Good. Your gift leave room for. So although they're doing it, that's why you never have to be jealous of people, because they can't do it like you do it. You are, well, I'm not telling them. You can tell them. They not you. Nobody can cook like Sister Joanne. She bring that plate with love. And the, I get the anointing when I tell her, hey, come yeah. You got to understand. Nobody can do it like, I know there's a lot of food out there, but that plate right there. Some of you are still stuck because you don't understand your uniqueness. Even if God called you to a job workplace, know your uniqueness because the boss can't fire you when you know you. Everybody got to go. And they say, "Uh, come, 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 come. You're too valuable for us. We need to make sure that you stay here. Let me give you another check. Nanjo, let me give you another check. You, uh, brother, you ain't going nowhere. See, you got to understand your uniqueness. And then when they come and say, okay, how you doing all this, Daniel? How did you know my dream, Daniel? Then you can tell them because God gave me wisdom and he gave me the spirit of wisdom and knowledge. Oh, y'all didn't shout on that. I didn't teach y'all the seven spirits of God. All right, I see. He gave you wisdom and what? Daniel operated from two. There's, the Bible talks about seven spirits, different spirits of God that come through the Holy Spirit. He gave you two, and he ran the whole house. Wiser than all the council. How much more God is trying to bring to you? And I'm going to say this for the sake of some of us. Because you keep allowing the devil to make you think that you're not worth God's attention. God came to give you attention in your ugliness. In your That's why he came. He didn't come for your perfection. Because he knows you can't be perfect without him. So stop trying to be perfect to show God that you're perfect. And you can't be perfect. Your righteousness is as filthy rags. So when you even say, watch this. 
that let me go do some outreach ministry to make myself feel better about doing the work of God. <coughs> when pastor trying to teach you, you are the outreach. Ownership, knowledge, who he is. It's where God is bringing this house. I believe some of you are about to reach arenas, fears that you've never seen in your life before. And it's gonna be so shocking to it, it's almost scary. Stand to your feet if you can. I wanna declare this over you. This is what I hear. Sometimes what limits us is our belief of what we think. God said, eyes have not seen. That's actually after he told you that he gave it in a mystery. He said, after he told you, I gave you the 